The Chicago White Sox wrapped up their final road series by taking two of three from the postseason-bound San Diego Padres. Solid performances from Davis Martin and Lance Lynn. Elvis Andrews supplied a lot of the offense. And despite the series win, Tony La Russa remains a focus as reports point to his retirement announcement, perhaps on Monday. The White Sox are back home for their final three games against the Minnesota Twins. You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Lockdown White Sox. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Lockdown White Sox. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. The White Sox are fighting to finish the season above 500 and in sole possession of second place in the AL Central. Uh, the White Sox had another successful West Coast trip, uh, taking two of three from the Padres. And it looks like the White Sox will be looking for a new manager very soon. State of the White Sox, they are 79 and 80, uh, second place in the AL Central with three games left. Uh, Sox took two of three from the San Diego Padres winning games one and three of the series. Uh, White Sox only scored seven runs in the series and were four for 21 with runners in scoring position, uh, but got some great pitching. Solid outings from Davis Martin and Lance Lynn. Elvis Andrews supplied the power. We'll be talking about the entire series uh, in this episode. The focus, though, is about Tony La Russa in the future of the Chicago White Sox. I am sure you have heard the rumors and the reports already. According to Bob Nightingale, the White Sox whisperer, uh, Tony La Russa is to announce his retirement on Monday. Uh, from Nightingale's article in USA Today, he said the White Sox will be looking for their fourth manager in eight seasons. A White Sox general manager, Rick Hahn, originally wanted A.J. Hinch instead of Larusa, but it would have made no difference. Uh, he went on to say they will be soon formulating a list of managerial candidates, including everyone from Bruce Bochy to Mike Schilt to Joe Espada to George Lombard. Uh, Bob Nightingale also mentioned Carlos Beltran's name uh, and then added the White Sox need to act boldly and quickly if they're going to have any chance of winning any time soon with the youthful Guardians threatening to dominate the division. Interesting stuff, as always, from Bob Nightingale. 
hopefully, yeah, there is an actual managerial search. Uh, some of interesting names uh, that Nightingale focused on. Of course, Bruce Bochy, three-time World Series winner, uh, managed the Padres, had his success with the Giants, uh, last managed in uh, 2019. Uh, it was rumored that if Tony Larusa wasn't going to come out of retirement uh, and manage the White Sox, then Bruce Bochy uh, was going to be the, uh, the, the the choice. Uh, Mike Schilt, another name, uh, St. Louis Cardinals manager for four seasons. Uh, 2021 was his last year. Uh, currently, I believe he is in the San Diego uh, system. You got George Lombard, uh, a name a lot of people might not be familiar with. Uh, Los Angeles Dodgers first base coach from 2016 to 2020. Uh, currently the Detroit Tigers bench coach. And then Joe Espada, a name a lot of folks are really interested in, uh, was a New York Yankee, a third base coach, and recently Houston Astros bench coach uh, has been in that position since 2018. Uh, of course, you know some other names that have been floated uh, for a while now. A.J. Perzinski, who was really interested in the job a couple years ago before it went to La Russa. Uh, Willie Harris uh, has come out talking about uh, wanting the gig. Uh, Willie Harris, of course, from the 2005 World Series team. Uh, he is the uh, third base coach for the Chicago Cubs. Uh, I believe Willie Harris actually had an interview uh, before Tony La Russa was hired. One of the few, if any, uh, candidates that actually had an interview before La Russa got the job. Ozzy Gian back in the uh, spotlight, uh, talked about Ozzy Gian uh, last week uh, right here on Lockdown Sox. I think the Sox need to need to go in a different direction, need a different voice. Uh, I thought maybe uh, his time was uh, after Ricky Renteria. Kind of surprised that they really didn't even give him an interview, even though you know what you're getting with Ozzy Gian. Uh, I, I guess uh, Reinsdorf called him personally and said, you know what, you're, you're not it. It's going to be La Russa. Uh, Ozzie Guillen really making a plea, for playing his case on NBC Sports Chicago in the pregame. If you haven't seen the video, uh, check this out. Uh, Ozzie says he's the best man for the job and, quote, let me be cocky. Nobody in baseball knows this ball club better uh, than Ozzie Guillen, end quote. So, uh, making a, maybe a one last uh, final uh, effort to get his name in there. Uh, he wants it. Ozzie Gian wants the job. He wants to manage the White Sox again, despite, you know, the downplay and, you know, being, you know, trying to maybe be humble. If, if they came to him and said, we want you, he would take it in a heartbeat. We'll see what happens. Uh, th this is fascinating. I can't believe the Sox are, are here uh, once again, Paul Sullivan from the Chicago Tribune, he had an October 2nd article, uh, really an op-ed piece naming a bunch of names that he thought might be, you know, worthy of either an interview or maybe they could be, you know, actually getting the job. Uh, named a lot of the, the names that Bob Nightingale mentioned uh, and then threw in, of course, Miguel Cairo. You know, you got to think about him, uh, the current acting manager. Chris Getz, uh, I, I don't know about that one. Joe Girardi uh, let go uh, from the Phillies. 
uh, earlier this year. A.J. Hinch, if you're going to try to actually pry him from Detroit because he was your original choice, uh, doubtful. Ethan Katz, moving from pitching coach to manager, I don't think so. And then uh, White Sox legend, Jim Tomey, uh, Paul Sullivan mentioning his name. Uh, highly unlikely, at least I hope not. But then again, Tony Larusa somehow got the jab in 2020, so anything is possible. Uh, Tony Larusa stepping down uh, is not a surprise to me, nor is I think to a lot of Sox fans. The real surprise would be if Jerry Reinsdorf delivered the message himself, got in front of a microphone, and answered questions with transparency. Uh, Reinsdorf owes everyone an explanation. Uh, what were you thinking way back when? Uh, instead of letting Bob Nightingale or John Heyman or letting Paul Sullivan do your bidding, Jerry should take questions himself uh, or just have some Sox intern write up an op-ed, uh, sign Jerry's name and push it out there. Give us your version of the situation. Give us something. That, of course, will probably never happen. Uh, the Reinsdorf regime is like the Richard Nixon regime, fueled by ego, power, distrust, and fear. I'm sure Jerry has a list of enemies like Nixon did. Uh, it bears repeating, how much power will Rick Hahn be given uh, in this next managerial search, if it is an actual, actual search? Is it his call to make this time? After what happened last time, Coupled with the type of moves he's made as of late, do we even trust Rick Hahn to make the right decision? Whoever is the next manager, they will have giant expectations placed directly on their shoulders immediately. Lots of blame to go around for how the White Sox played this year, and Yasmani Grandal has thoughts. I'm also going to tell you why the Sox may have to seriously consider bringing Elvis Andrews back next season. More on that in a moment. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Delicious, indulgent cookie dough. Covered in chocolate, that's right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite cookie dough chunk. Puffs have a light and chewy texture real cookie dough chunks, and of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All of the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it, plus it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Run to Built.com to snag a box for you and the, and the family. It will be the perfect treat, or you can find a really good hiding place and just hoard them for yourself. Like all Built Bars, the new Cookie Dough Chunk Puff is covered in 100% real chocolate. That means they're healthy and tasty. A chocolate-covered cookie dough with a light, fluffy texture. What's great about Built is that all their bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. You are going to love the new Cookie Dough Chunk Puff wherever you need a snack. Uh, for your workout, a late night treat, or just need a, uh, a quick bite. Built is the perfect protein bar and they taste better than a candy bar. Ditch the calories, fat, and sugar. Grab yourself a Built bar. Go to built.com, use promo code locked on 15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code locked on 15. 
Before Friday's game, uh, the series opener in San Diego, Yasmani Grandal had some uh, quotes released about what's been going on with this 2022 season and his thoughts. Uh, Grandal said uh, this season was definitely a slap in the face. Uh, Quote, coming in knowing what we had, knowing what we can do, and knowing what we needed to do, and then all of a sudden everything just going out the window It's eye-opening. If you don't take this year seriously, it's going to come back to bite us uh, next year again. Hopefully, we get everything straightened out and come back next year and give it a shot. This offseason, for me, I know the plan I want to do. I know exactly what it is I'm going to do. Next year, I'm sure, is going to be a way different story, end quote. Uh, Yasmani Grandal, of course, one of the big disappointments uh, this season. Interesting stuff from him. Wondering what other quotes we'll get from different players uh, as the offseason rolls on. Uh, Other news and notes. uh, White Sox starting pitcher Michael Kopech, who has been shut down. uh, He had right knee surgery on Thursday in Los Angeles to address issue with meniscus. Uh, Sox say he'll be ready for spring training without limitations. Uh, I'll see that uh, hopefully um, in February. Around Valentine's Day, pitchers and catchers should report. I'm already looking forward to that. Uh, San Diego series, can't help thinking about Fernando Tatis Jr., uh, Manny Machado. Anytime the White Sox play the Padres, uh, Tatis Jr., of course, uh, hasn't really played uh, this year, but Manny Machado, he did some work against the Sox in the series, glove and bat. Uh, again, just I, I hate talking about it. I hate thinking about it, but that offseason, how they could not figure out the Machado thing or the Bryce Harper thing, um, well, it'll, it'll haunt the Sox for a while, uh, unfortunately. So anytime it's Padres, White Sox, uh, thinking about those two players and their tie-in, uh, with the White Sox. Friday, game one, Sox won three to one. Davis Martin, how good has he been? Up and down from AAA uh, to the bigs, back and forth, back and forth. He has played uh, such a, a critical part in some in some spot starts. On Friday, uh, he went five and two-thirds of an inning, uh, six hits, only one earned run, uh, zero walks, eight strikeouts. Uh, his ERA at 3.65. He threw 103 pitches on Friday. Sox were up against Darvish, and uh, they handled him pretty well. Uh, bullpen in Friday's game, three and a third innings. One hit only, zero earned runs, two walks, and seven strikeouts. Uh, Sox offense doing just enough. Three runs. Eight hits, three doubles, Andrews, Sheets, Mancada, uh, and a home run from Aloy Jimenez. Hopefully, your 2023 designated hitter. Uh, Sacks with runners in scoring position, though, two for 11 on Friday. Uh, Davis Martin, again, he has been uh, exactly what we needed when we needed it. Uh, and it's got to be a difficult gig to not you know, just not get comfortable, constantly moving back and forth from Charlotte uh, to the White Sox. Uh, Could he be replacing Johnny Cueto in the rotation in 2023? Uh, I like his stuff. His slider was outstanding 
on Friday. If you did not catch that outing, uh, go back and watch some replay, some video of uh, Davis Davis Martin's outing. Uh, it was wonderful. It, Davis Martin this season, talking about up and down, 13 games uh, for him, eight starts, 61 innings, 47 strikeouts in those 61 uh, innings. And again, his ERA, 3.65. Uh, Saturday was your loss, uh, two to five. Um, again, offense not doing much. Uh, unfortunately, it was a Dylan Cease start, his last start of the season. It was a rough one for Dylan Cease. Five innings, five hits, four earned runs, four walks, five strikeouts, a couple home runs. Uh, Cease uh, ends the year with a 2.20 ERA. Uh, here are some numbers for Dylan Cease. Uh, it, you know, Saturday was a rough start, but what a fantastic season uh, for Dylan Cease. 14 wins. 184 innings pitched, 32 starts, talked about that 2.20 ERA, uh, 11, uh, roughly 11 strikeouts per nine innings. And uh, I, I think he's going to fall short of the Cy Young Award, uh, but definitely put himself on the map, uh, national attention, and is really should be regarded, of course, as the ace of this uh, White Sox staff. And who can forget uh, that one hitter, that Minnesota Twins one hitter, uh, went, of course, uh, all the way down to the wire just about. And, uh, you know, I, I hope it's something that we're only going to get, you're only going to see more of from Dylan Cease. You know, he set the bar pretty high here, uh, but I think, I think he's going to only get better uh, next season. Uh, Saturday in that loss, Sacks offense. Uh, not doing much, uh, had only one extra base hit. Uh, Andrews actually had both RBIs in Saturday's game and with runners in scoring position, one for four. Uh, on Sunday, uh, Sox took the series with a 2-1 victory. Uh, kind of an odd game as the San Diego Padres, uh, they clinched a playoff berth in the seventh inning. So standing ovation from the San Diego fans. Uh, Lance Lynn was on the mound at the time, kind of like, what's going on here? Uh, so kind of weird, like San Diego still kind of had something to play for, I guess. Pride wanted to win the game, but hey, they got into the postseason and they knew it in the seventh. Lance Lynn had, an out, had a wonderful uh, outing. Seven innings, five hits, one earned run, a walk, five strikeouts, and a home run. His ERA, 3.99 to end the season through 93 pitches on Sunday. Lance Lynn left with a one-run lead, handed it over to Ronaldo Lopez, another uh, major bright spot uh, for this pitching staff. Uh, Lopez was in on the eighth inning. Uh, he got out of a big jam, turned things over to Liam Hendricks in the ninth, uh, and Hendricks had his 36th save of the season. Sacks offense, two runs, five hits, uh, a couple extra base hits. Again, Elvis Andrews, another home run, uh, and with runners in scoring position, one for six. Elvis Andrews was all over this series offensively. And, uh, you know, if he, can, if he can maintain the offense, which is a tough prediction, it's a tough ask, but, you know, in a team lately that has just felt like it has just given up and quit, Elvis Andrews has continued to hit and has continued uh, to be a major bonus in watching these games. Got to think about maybe somehow uh, bringing him back and what that would look like, especially if he's okay with changing a position. 
uh, one of the many offseason issues that uh, the Sox will have to face. Uh, White Sox begin their final series of the season at home against the division uh, rival Minnesota Twins. I'm going to tell you why Johnny Cueto will have a very good outing. More on that in a moment. It's the last series of the season all at home against the Twins. Cueto on the hill for Southside Monday. Uh, last seven starts have not been great for Johnny Cueto. Uh, two and five record, 41 innings, 47 hits in those 41 innings, uh, nine walks, 27 strikeouts, a 5.01 ERA. Uh, his last start was indeed against the Twins on September 28th. That did not go well. Uh, five and two-thirds of an inning, uh, 10 hits, six earned runs, a walk, and seven strikeouts. Uh, despite things not going well for Cueto lately, Johnny Cueto obviously wants to finish strong. He needs to make a good impression uh, on ball clubs that are looking to add to their rotation in 2023. I think he wants to give folks a nice lasting impression into the offseason. I don't think he's going to come back with the White Sox, but you never know. I mean, who knows when it comes to health? Uh, he, he definitely is auditioning. Uh, and he has put together a really nice uh, tape reel and really nice resume here in 2022. Uh, uh, hopefully he can cap it off uh, with a stellar outing against the Twins. Folks, thanks for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcast. Uh, we are on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sacks your first listen. Now make your second listen to Lockdown MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Lockdown MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on the next episode, I'll recap Johnny Cueto's outing and we'll be talking a lot of Tony LaRussa, depending on, of course, if there is indeed a retirement announcement. Really appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Morowski, and until next time, go Sox!